Hello and welcome to another episode of the More From Law podcast. I'm your host, Harry Clark. This solo episode is centred around my thoughts and reflections on the first two weeks of induction as part of my trading contract. I'll be talking about everything you might get up to and the things you'll learn, including the finance and business skills module of the professional skills course, who you'll get to meet and all the initiatives you'll get involved with during your first few weeks of induction at a firm. Let's get into it. So welcome to another one of these solo episodes. Uh, to those of you who listened to my LLB, LPC episodes, which I released a few weeks ago from when this probably went out, I stated that I wanted to try to use these as an opportunity to sort of diarise and reflect on everything that I'm being going up to. And of course, as I sit and record this, I've recently finished my induction with Baker McKenzie as part of my training contract. And I know that there are a lot of people listening, a lot of people in my networks, a lot of people who engage with what I do, who are probably wanting to learn a little bit more about what a training contract actually involves. And so I'm hoping that solo episodes like these going forward are going to be a great way for me to be able to keep up to date with everything I'm up to and to give you more of an insight into what I'm personally doing uh, at Bakers uh, and with each of my departments as well. I think before getting too much into the nitty gritty detail of everything that an induction might involve and what it's been like and my experiences and everything else, um, I thought it might be appropriate to do a couple of things beforehand. One of which is just to sort of reflect on my journey to date and, and in case some of you you know don't know how I got to this point um, to kind of show you the process that you'll go through when it comes to applying for training contracts and the sort of time between um, you know potentially securing an offer and actually practicing. And at least in my case, um, you know, starting this 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 sort of journey with the firm taking my first few steps along this process has been at least two years in the making from from when I received my offer but um you know realistically a lot longer before that when it came to starting my you know LLB my my personal career development um my academics and of course going through each of the application cycles so it does feel a little bit surreal um to have you know done all of that way back in 2018 um and to finally be here today it's certainly been a strange feeling of always thinking that it's going to be you know two years away or or, or always you know a long period of time away and then to actually arrive on your doorstep and you know this is the week you're starting is certainly a surreal experience um coupled with the fact that there's a whole wealth of new information to learn all kinds of new systems cultures people everything else to meet and to get used to um it, <laughs> the days feel long quick and fast and everything else all at the same time because it's a lot of a lot of information a lot of new stuff and a lot of learning to do and to ultimately accept this is the this is the first step to practice this is this is where you're going to try to take everything that you've learned along the way and really put it into practice and start solving some some legal problems of course, the second thing to reflect on as well is the fact that I have to put a huge caveat on everything I'm about to talk about, and that almost every aspect, if not all aspects of what I've been doing with regards to my induction and meeting new people has been fully remote as a result of COVID-19. So people in cohorts above me, um, I think they got to experience the office for one or two days and, and experience some of it to that degree. Obviously, people um, in a few more cohorts above me would have done this whole process in the quote unquote normal way in the office and getting to know people um, in person. But as a result of COVID, um, I'm not only working from home, but the induction, everything in terms of the onboarding process and everything else has been done virtually and remotely. So in terms of practically what's that look, what that's looked like it's involved a lot of zoom a lot of kind of induction calls one-to-one meetings um everything being done virtually of course and also having to install working from home technology from my living room um, and getting used to set up with all of the kind of network systems and everything else with all the technology side of things with, with everything that the sort of firms provided um, and getting accustomed to my own sort of home office working style which tr- roughly translates to sitting <laughs> sitting in the corner of my living room with a with a desk and a, and a, and a monitor and a, and a keyboard ready to go so I think first and foremost I'll caveat by saying this this is not the quote-unquote usual induction process but who knows with the with the way that some firms are reacting to, to this crisis 
Um, it could be going forward. But anyway, the, the core reasons why you're all, uh, some of you are listening and, and wanting to know more about what induction actually involves, well, just to reassure you, and it was definitely a reassurance to me, this is not the type of environment where you would rock up on your first day and you're immediately asked to proofread a contract or anything else. Before we even get close to the practice of law, there are a whole host of other procedures, training, um, and everything else that a lawyer will need to go through in order to get get to grips with their with their firm and their practice or their company if they're in an in-house position. For the purposes of this episode, I wanted to address sort of three main groupings that I kind of felt um, a lot of the induction activities were broken into. Um, and the first of which was one which I think a lot of students and certainly some people during the LPC, if they're going into a training contract, aren't always aware of and will potentially be replaced by the SQE going forward as well, which is the PSC or the Professional Skills course. Um, this is by far the, sh- the shortest course I've ever taken, taken part in. I started um, this kind of uh, additional skills training on a Monday at 10 a.m. and by Wednesday of 10 a.m. in that week, I was sitting the exam. So it's a very quick kind of turnaround all the information you're given. But the primary emphasis of this area of training is to make sure that all of the things which you may or may not have covered on the LPC, both as part of your mandatory and or compulsory and your optional modules um, with regards to uh, money laundering, um, any kind of FISMA ex- exemptions with regards to regulated activities, the code of conduct for solicitors, a lot of these kind of ethical um, and uh, considerations that, that firms and lawyers have to have to bear in mind um, are up to date and that you've officially passed this part and it's part of your qualification um, with regards to the SRA's perspective as well so this kind of two-day course roughly translated to um, a lot of intense sort of study referencing heavily the study manual that's given to you being able to use the information to understand what is and what isn't a case where you might need to rely on a a regulated exemption and making sure you're up to date with money laundering practices and everything else um, and how that will look in your practice so Certainly nothing that sort of needed a lot of revision going into it, a lot of prep. A lot of that will have been covered and, and hopefully built a bit of foundation with the LPC. Um, and in all honesty, the whole experience is over in, in two to three days and is relatively routine and straightforward. So I think like any other course when it comes to the LPC and a sort of more shift towards the practical type of thinking, it's much more about understanding how you would apply a statute to a given scenario. Um, and, and like I kind of said in my LLB versus LPC episode, um, using things like flowcharts, trying to understand the sort of conditional um, scenarios when when one course of action would arise over another is is what I felt was the kind of primary purpose of this teaching. Um, and literally, you blink and it's over in, in three days. So that was certainly the PSC, which is one of the sort of first things that I wanted to, wanted to talk about in this induction. The second is, of course, the reality that if you're if you're joining a new company, if you're joining a new firm, um, you're, you're meeting in a whole new office for the people. And um, if anything, this was certainly my favorite thing when it came to induction meeting all the new people that I'm going to be working with both inside and outside my department as well as the kind of more supplementary um, people uh, who might be working in some other support roles or people who are engaged in other areas of the business like business development and marketing and really getting a feel for what the internal structure of a law firm looks like and I think this is always a little bit difficult to come to grips with if you've never had any kind of practical commercial legal experience or even just position in an office at all um, but there are a lot of moving parts within a law firm and especially one to the scale um, the bakers is um, there are dedicated departments um, you know to help you with your commercial awareness and keeping up to date with the weekly news all sorts of different services like the financial times and being able to read things and keep up to date in that sense um, as well as just basic tech issues and having things on site and trust me when you're working from home and getting set up there's always bound to be a few issues from your end and getting it sorted but um no, there was there's certainly a, a nice wealth network of support on that side of things. Um, but I think more critically as well, uh, just culturally, I think I've been given 
eight to ten different points of contact with regards to who to go to with regards to a problem within my seat a trainee buddy generally if i don't know what i'm doing um points of contact for it and reference you know the whole induction process was very structured and you cover a, a, a pretty comprehensive curriculum in terms of the people you meet and your understanding of the different functions of the business and all the different people and types of people and departments you'll be working with which i think is really really useful and then beyond that sort of functional useful element of, of networking in terms of getting to meet people who you'll be referencing to and actually being having to reference throughout your training contract and speak with and work alongside um, was just meeting everyone else in the office we had several uh, socials different ways of meeting uh, people in almost like a speed dating zoom zoom event where you could kind of get to meet people in lots of little breakout rooms over the course of an hour um, and it was just a real pleasure to be able to gel and mix with people who were partners through to paralegals support staff other trainees associates senior associates and so on um, and really get a real breadth of people who were working within the firm some of which who, who weren't even based in the London office and either on to comment or kind of working with the firm in some other capacity um, and do, being able to do that alongside all your other fellow trainees who you've been able to meet along the LPC um, gives a real sort of collegiate feel to it and, and was a really sort of nice social welcoming to it as well. And then finally, uh, another part of the of the, the sort of training contract induction, which is obviously really important, really useful, is the handover, where you begin to uh, transition from one trainee working on a given matter to another. So this will generally involve, uh, once you're joining your new department, which for me is the corporate reorganizations department, each of the trainees who are currently working on client matters, which might span weeks and months, depending on uh, each department and what their sort of average project turnaround is, coming to you and giving you a bit of a briefing as to what this involves, these are all of the key files and documentation we've been working on and this is what the, the current position is this is what it's like going forward and beginning to introduce you to people be it clients or other partners and senior associates on the team and giving you a sort of indication as to how this is going to function and how you're going to be contributing going forward getting cc'd in on all these different emails of everything else um, and getting to really know the get to grips of all the different cases and project matters that, that you'll be working on at least initially for the next six months this episode of the More From Law podcast is sponsored by All About Law. No matter what area of the profession you're looking to learn more about, All About Law provide a one-stop shop service of articles, resources, live events, and more to help you break into the legal profession. Get detailed analysis on every step of the process, whether you're a non-law undergraduate or even applying for roles from outside of the UK. To find out what they have to offer, including regular events such as their upcoming virtual law fair, be sure to check out their website in the episode description or search them on social media at All About Law. So based on all of that, based on all of my coverage on what an induction involves, all the different elements of, of what it, what you'll be getting to grips with, all the different people you'll be working to, what would I say with very fresh hindsight on, on the whole thing? Um, I think that the main thing that this this whole experience has, has kind of um, made me realize is how much more there is to do uh, throughout a training contract than just the work you'll be doing in your department. So there's plenty of opportunities to be getting involved with uh, graduate recruitment and taking part in some of the open days. It could be um, getting involved with business development and trying to help with client pitches plenty of different sort of social initiatives when it comes to volunteering um, different groups to be set up as well and then of course sort of just general week-to-week -week department or otherwise socials and meetups an opportunity to meet people um, I think given this new reality everyone needs to become a bit of a wizard on zoom and if I could say one thing to perhaps students who are looking to practice these skills now when it comes to virtual law fairs and, and anything else which is going on, take full advantage of it. Um, getting to grips with being in front of a camera, getting to grips with trying to uh, speak up and, and, and make yourself heard in these group environments um, is a really useful skill to practice because um, admittedly, you know, whether COVID goes away in the next six months or 12 months or anything else, um, all of this kind of... Uh, 
the sort of leftover resonance of how law firms have embraced virtual working um, will definitely be here to stay in more of a capacity and, and increased usage than it was pre-COVID. Um, and, and being able to sort of practice these skills now is a great way to make yourself more comfortable going forward when it comes to virtual assessment centers, video interviews, or just generally getting to meet people and make a digital impression over a camera and a webcam. I'd also add that, you know, the LPC and LLB and anything else that you've done previously is very useful and gives you a really good grounded understanding of all of the different sort of basic legal concepts that you might be needing tackling or, you know, giving you an opportunity to sort of practice your skills and develop um, your ability to apply law to facts. But when it comes to specific departments, when it comes to uh, particularly niche areas of law that people are working on, um, you will also go through departmental training alongside the PSC, as I mentioned, for a refresher on those given areas of law and everything else you've done previously. So, it is perfectly normal natural to kind of rock up in a department not being too sure what's going on with regards to specific areas of law um, but over the sort of coming weeks and, and beginning introductions of, of how you'll be integrated within your department you'll get a bit more to grips with this is what the sort of precedent documents look like this is what the average file looks like and these are the specific areas of law that you need to be to be doing as well which, which leads me on to my sort of final point really which is that this is a trading contract and the number of learning opportunities you'll have not only just to learn in practice and in person when it comes to actually working on files and giving things to go for yourself but just in other methods through you know other webinars getting involved with what other departments are doing and um, all these other initiatives extensive uh, extending beyond just actual legal services and delivering law um, in your role as a trainee like business development and marketing everything else um, are really there for the taking um, and if there's certainly been one message which has been emphasized to me throughout the whole induction process and by the trainees i've spoken to um is that you know to be proactive and to really make the training contract your own and to express interest in things you're doing in um and to you know balance the commitments that you'll have with your department with all these other fantastic opportunities to develop um that's also reflected in how the sra kind of views your training as well you're expected to sort of keep weekly logs if you can or monthly installments as to what you've been up to and that's not just covering the kind of basic legal skills which you, you might be expecting with regards to due diligence or anything else. It's including your ability to negotiate or your ability to give a presentation and everything. So a training contract is a lot more than just giving you the you know the basic fundamentals of being good at kind of working through legal problems and delivering legal services to clients. It's also about just developing your well-rounded characteristics, your transferable skills and everything else, um, which will be engaging both as a trainee and going forward um, as an associate as well. So that buzzword of transferable skills never really does go away. Um, and it's a really useful thing to bear in mind when it comes to your experiences at university, getting involved with extracurricular activities and everything else for the purposes of applications. All of those things will continue through your training contract and hopefully beyond um, through to associate or whatever else it is that you do after your training contract. But anyway, I hope this was a, a relatively brief but still somewhat insightful insight into what training contract inductions involve a little bit of a thoughts on the different main areas that you might be broken up into my experiences of it all doing virtually and remotely and for those of you who are about to start a training contract have one in future or are wanting to get one with regards to applications as well some ideas as to what a trainee might get up to in their sort of first few weeks of a training contract um, and some thoughts on the different skills and everything that are useful to bear in mind as well Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the More From Law podcast. The amount of support the show has received recently has been unbelievable, so thanks again for playing your part in that by listening. If you'd like to support the show, please rate it five stars on the iTunes store and follow the show on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps the show reach more listeners. If you're looking for more tips, resources and guides, you can visit my website www.harryclarklaw.com where you can also sign up to my newsletter and stay up to date with everything that I'm up to. For now though, I'll see you in the next episode of More From Law.